When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'd like to save you some money. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor of Hale Varsity, and I wanted to offer listeners of this podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we produce, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. We'll spend time with Charlie McBride, Mr. Blackshirt, here in a moment. Vet chiming in from Newcastle, Nebraska. Vet, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, I just, uh, uh, my, uh, with the coaching change, I just got a couple questions. What other uh, Power 5 coach could do any better than Mickey with the handy was Dale. Nobody. And, and what do you? A uh, couple things with Mickey. We should remember. What about recruiting? What happens then? And he's got the room with the players. Mm-hmm. He has a strong bond to relate to the kids. And this isn't going to, you know, uh, turn overnight. Whether you got Urban Meyer or any of the other coaches, because all the other coaches that you have mentioned, they all have a. a, a Flaws too, but uh, getting the kids to play for him. What is going to happen if Mickey doesn't get the job, or we don't retain Mickey? Well, and I think that's mission, something we need vet, to think about. Vet, vet, thanks for the phone call. Uh, one mission: one is to retain Mickey. All right, if Mickey wants to be retained. Two, uh, you're absolutely right. The hand that was dealt was the worst poker hand ever ever, 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 and you're still in the game, and you've seen good effort, you just haven't seen wins. I think the problem with Mickey has been some management things, be it in-game or offensive coordinator management. And we don't know the the inside E. True Hollywood story there, but if I'm head coach playing armchair Monday guy, uh, I figure out a way to, to run the football successfully and burn some clock. I know they, they called run plays, but it, it looked a, a lot different result-wise than maybe it could have. And that's just it. Nebraska's never been able to run the football when they've had to run the football. When the defense knows it's coming. When the defense knows it's coming. Uh, we welcome in Mr. Blackshirt, uh, longtime Husker legend, Charlie McBride. Coach, rumor has it you blew out some birthday candles yesterday. I did. 
79 I'm again. I'm 41. <laughs> I love it. 41, Coach. Wonderful. So since you're so young, you want to come back here and, uh, and, and, and help out a, a program that needs some help, brother? Well, I can still – yeah, I could probably do a good job running the ball. And <laughs> I know you'd call the play anyway. That's great. Ran into your dear friend uh, Grant Wistrom Saturday. He uh, said he had a chance to talk with you, and that was really cool. He said that he had fun chatting with you. Yeah, he did. Did he have Charlie with him? Uh, no, he had his daughter. No, Charlie was not with him. He had a a, a player. From Missouri, from Missouri, is the defensive lineman he's yeah. coaching. That's really good ball down, player. Down yeah, 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 down in Springfield. Yeah, yeah he's only. Uh, I think he's going to be a senior next year. Mm-hmm. Just a junior this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but anyway, it's uh, it's it's been nice and cold here, and you know, kind of like, but no wind. Well, so you save it win. for the game. Well, yeah, you'll save it for the game. Uh, let's uh, let's dive into last Saturday and this Friday. Man, it looked good until it didn't. Uh, what did you think of the Wisconsin-Nebraska ball game? Well, I I thought you know I, I thought we were we'd win the game. I mean, I, I really did. And then at the end, just at the end of the game, this things didn't happen right. But you know, it seemed like. It all, you know, it just seems like the same old thing. And whatever it is, you know, we just don't finish. And uh, somehow, and we just can't make a play on defense. You know, I looked at the turnover things, and we're really, you know, low in the conference in turnovers. And, you know, and haven't, that's one of the things that, you know, you have to, you have to do. And, uh, I think we were second from the bottom in the Big Ten in turnovers. So, you know, we haven't had enough of them. And, and those are the things, the big plays on defense, when you get in a situation like that, are really important. And we just couldn't come up with one. Coach, why do you think Nebraska's had a hard time finishing? Not just this year, not just Saturday, but it's been an ongoing issue. Well, I think a lot of times that you know you can you can blame it on a thousand things, but sometimes you know when you're recruiting a kid's a pretty good player, but you you need to really be sure that you know you're recruiting kids that are well coached, and sometimes some aren't some are not, and I know that you know when I look back on some of the stuff we had, you know we had some kids that were really good, for example, good tacklers. I mean, really good and. They came here. They were good, mm-hmm. you know, and and so you know it's it's part of it's part of your high school background and things like that that you have, you know, and and a lot of times it's it's a speed factor too. I I talked to a coach the other day who happens to be a head coach, and um, I asked him what if he'd seen his play, and he said uh, a couple of three times he saw it. And it's you know saw his play, but not the whole games. But he said you really you don't have much speed, and uh, <clears throat> you know that's kind of an observation from you know not an opposing coach, but a coach that you know is a is a Division Five, you know I mean a, you know one of the Big Five sure. conferences. So he uh, 
you know, he felt like that 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 was really one of our one of the factors of uh, you know our kids. He he gave me a list of things. I I kind of talked to him before, and he he made it a point to look at some stuff. So you know, there were some things that you know were uh, and and that's where kind of where he thought too that when we check kids out, you know, we need to be sure that. You know they're uh, you know how well coached they are and things like that. Uh, so you know it's not as important on offense as it is on defense because mm-hmm. a lot of the offensive stuff was his natural ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that puts you there. Defensively, it's a little more of a instinctive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, number fifteen is a, a heck of a player. Yeah, he is. You know, um, uh, and. You know he's he's the when you look at him, if you, I don't know how many tackles he made, but he was in on it. He was there at the ball, or he was in on the tackle, or he made the tackle every time. I mean, it was he. You know, he's just instinctive, and he's tough, and he's smart, and uh, you know he's got good speed. But he's all over the place. If you really look at him. Those are the kind of kids you have to look for. You know, you can't you can't look for twos. Mm. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, and you have to discipline yourself to. You know, some kids you just like. Oh, I like this kid a lot. You know, you know, I'd love to help him out, but <laughs> mm-hmm. he doesn't run fast enough. And I know one of the things we did. You know, it was hard when we when we really disciplined ourselves to a speed factor. I mean, we had some good linebackers and some good defensive ends and everything, but they just couldn't run fast enough. And and they were going to good schools and they were doing all this stuff. And thing is, you never heard of them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So so we didn't make mistakes, but uh, you know it's really important that you you know you, you do those things when you're recruiting. And I think. You know, it depends a lot on the head coach. And, you know, and I look at it right now, you know, the recruiting part of it, and I haven't seen a defensive lineman in two years. You know, and I, you know, I've seen a lot of wide receivers and a lot of that stuff. And, um, you know, I know even Tom was a little disappointed in himself, you know, when he, when he got done coaching that one of the things he said, he didn't feel like he spent enough time with the defense. And I think. <clears throat> You know, if you have an offensive guy, uh, you really need to, you know, your coordinator needs to be sure that it's, uh, you know, even even keel boat where he, it's not all offense, you know. And, uh, you know, I think that's important. Troy McBride's with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, you kind of alluded to it there at that last answer. But I, I want to get your take. Generally speaking, when you look at this current team, is this a – uh, a coaching staff that needs more talent to make it happen, or is this talent that needs a, a better coaching staff and, and better development to make it happen? I know that the correct answer is probably a combination of both, but generally speaking, when you look at this team, is it does it need more talent, or does it need better development of that talent? Well, I think the coaching change had a lot to do with it. I think once you know, and that, and Mickey went to a point where he um, uh, you know moved uh, to the defensive coordinator to safeties. Because he's used to having two defensive backfield coaches, you know, in the in the game, and uh, and left the linebacker coach uh, or the defensive line coach to take the outside linebackers. That's impossible. It's totally impossible. 
and that's hurting the pass rush a lot because they're not getting reps on pass rush in their group work. They're just splitting time and they're doing things, you know, and they're, you know, they're they're <clears throat> having trouble reading blocks and things like that. And and uh, you know, it's there's there's just a ton of things, but it's not all his fault. It's it, you know, he's got more than he can handle, and it's, it's just not right, you know, to even think that to to be able to do that. I, you know, I talking to Tony Samuel, he couldn't believe it, you know, and um, you know, so, you know, there isn't a there isn't a team in the country that doesn't have a outside defensive end or outside linebacker coach, and sometimes. You, you can't even work with the inside and outside linebackers together sometimes, you know. It's pretty hard to do because you have different drops, you have different reads, you have different, you know, when you're on the corner, you have to teach that outside guy the angles of the, the guard pulling. Is he kicking me out? Is he hooking me? Is the back lined up? How's he blocking, doing all these different things? And you have to work on those in practice. So when you do that, you eliminate the other guys. Mm-hmm. You can't do two things at once. So Co- there's guys standing around. Coach, want to get your thought on on a name that's that's out there and might be more of a a, a, a wild card name. But uh, talk to me a little bit about what you know about Luke Fickle. He's at Cincinnati. Was at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And and he's a guy that would would fit well. We all think in Lincoln. I don't know as they move to the Big Twelve if he'd be ready to leave Cincinnati. Well, I I think he's an excellent coach. I really do. I think he's he's got a background that's as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's done. He's he's. Taking Cincinnati, and I know the situation there. I, I you know, they they were a, kind of a second class program uh, up till you know the I'd say the eighty five or ninety in there, and they started getting better, <clears throat> you know, a little bit, put more into it. It was pretty much a basketball school, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to go to games down there between Cincinnati and Miami when I was a kid, you know, so. You know they're they're a, they were a Mid American Conference team, and um, I mean I don't know if you remember a guy named Joe Morris in the place of the Giants, but he was oh, one of their yeah, running backs. Joe Morris, I was yeah, a kid. yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, but <laughs> but I I think that he's he is it. You know, if he was the coach, I would be pretty excited myself. I don't know if that's truth or rumor or fairy tale or what but he's but i just look at look at the coaches that have come from cincinnati brian kelly d'antonio they all went to bigger programs uh i think fickle won at ohio state got passed up on notre dame i don't know if he's ready to jump or not uh he he turned down michigan state last year so he he's i i can tell you this that if a guy, if if he did take the job, for example, and I I would say that there's been a lot of thought and a lot of talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's examined the thing thoroughly, and he he's been through some things that, you know, and and in his coaching experience that would lead him in that direction. I mean, oh, I would, but he he also is is a guy that is not jumping on a job 
just to right. jump on a job and take, he's he's it's fun to make money okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean there's nothing wrong with that but I don't think he's th- th- that kind of person sure. to be honest with you I mean I he, you know if you're a head coach you make so much but he's not one of these guys that's you know that it's a that, that, you know, going to go out of his way to try to make more money. Right. It's about and, fit uh, and challenge, probably. Coach, we'll uh, tell you to have a great, great turkey day and cheer hard on Friday, okay? I'll do it. Um, well, Friday's going to be tough duty, but, uh, you know, these some, you never know what's going to happen. And, <laughs> you know, if somebody thinks they're better than somebody else, they got a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, the overconfidence can be a problem. Coach, uh, we appreciate you much. Enjoy that turkey okay. and stuffing, okay? Okay, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week. All right, take care, Coach. Okay, bye-bye. There he is, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Listen, I don't know if we're just throwing a dart with the fickle name, but I'd lo- I loved his perspective on, mm-hmm. on fickle for sure. And uh, really good insight. Uh, phone lines for you at 466-3776. We'll spend some time with Jay Moore. Our dear friend Lars Anderson is on a heater right now. 